The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Echet Yebamot has been dedicated and sponsored by our dear friend, Mr. Isaac Jamal and his wife, in honor of his uh, family and Hatzlacha, Varvacha, Bechol Maasiyadav, maybe Zocheh. To raise his children in the ways of the Torah, they should give him much nachat. He should have many more children with health and happiness. And he should have bakol mikol kol him and his entire family. Amen. Daf petet. Today's daf has been dedicated by our dear friend, Mr. Elliot Shasho. May God give him beracha, blessing, atzlacha, success, health, and happiness. Peace of mind for him, his wife, his family, his children. And Be'ezat Hashem, may he enjoy prosperity and good things. Amen. Today's daf is being studied by the Nishmat Avraham ben Esther. Ruach Hashem t'nichinu began Eden. Amen. Today's daf is being studied by the Le'ah Bat Simcha. She'overet nituah hayom. Today's daf is being studied Lehatzlachat Yosef Ben Simcha. We begin today's daf on Peche Amud Bet, and we start seven lines from the bottom, starting with the words Sidicha Get Mizeh. We learned in the Mishnah that if a lady gets married, one witness comes along and says, and on account of that she goes and gets married, meaning Bedin allows her to get married according to that testimony. So then we said, the husband surfaced, so now she has to get divorced from both. She's a get from the uh, original husband, obviously, that's Pashut because she was married to him, and she needs a get also from the second Husband as well, so this is Bishlam Amirishon Tifrigit. We understand why she needs to get from the first husband because it was a regular marriage. Ela Mishini Amai, what did she need to get from the second guy? Znut Be'almao, which is Znut, it's not a marriage, she was married already. Between the second get is not uh, not understood why she needs it. Amar Avuna Gezera Shemayumru Giresh Zeb Venasa Zeb Venimset Eshit Ish Yotza Belo Get. The Gezerah is that we're concerned that the people are not going to know what the details of the situation was. They're going to think that what? That maybe she was divorced from the first wife, from the first husband, and then she went and married the second husband, but now she's leaving without a divorce. So say, look at this, Eshet Ish goes out without a uh, get. So it's a Gezerah. The reason we have to give the second get. So, so if that's what it is, You have the end of the Mishnah that says, they told her met Again, one witness came along and told the lady that her husband died vinit kadesha, and she went and made kedushin. Then her husband surfaced muteret It's permissible for he, for her to go back to the original husband. Say the same thing. Before you let her go back, you should make her give a get to the second, um, get a get from the second uh, husband. Because the people are going to think that what? That she got a divorce from the first guy, made Kiddushin to the second guy, and now she's going back without a, uh, without a get. But the same thing is another you made in the Resha. Why don't you make in the Sefa? Kibra says, get. You're right. You need a get in the second case as well. It says, but what's going to happen? You're going to have another problem. If you're going to say that you need a get, so you have another marit in case. Because now the people are going to say that you're being matir a mahzir girushato. Because what's happening in the Sefa case? She was married to the first guy. Ed came and said, met Balik. She went with Kiddushin now to the second guy. So now you're going to say, you know what? Do a get because of the ayin. Now she's going to go back to the first guy. What are people going to say? Mahzir girushato. And the law is Mahzik Rushato is uh, Asur, so you're going to run into that problem. So you're going to say, no, can it be Yosef ben Kifar? Uh, if that's your problem, I can answer that. Because the Yosef ben Kifar says, the Amar, Mena Nisu'in Asura, Mena Erusin Muteret. 
Because he holds that Mazik Rushato is only Asur from Nisuin, which means if he got married to the second guy. But the Sefer case of the Mishnah is about Kiddushin. So if that's the issue of the Mazik Rushato problem, no problem. We can tell you what's wrong with the Mishnah and Kifar. And if I can say, give a get before she goes back to the original husband, I'm Mazik Rushato, no problem. Kibra says, yeah, but still can't be. Hamidikhtani But it says in the Sefer, Afalpi Shenatan. So the Mishnah says, in the case where let's say she made Kiddushin to the second guy, even if let's say he ends up giving her a get, she's not going to become Pasul from the Kihuna. Which means she's a divorcee. She's not say uh, her husband, let's say, was a uh, Kohen. We can take that case. Her original husband was a Kohen. So the Mishnah says, if in the event that she gets a get from this guy, don't worry. Since the get is really not necessary, because uh, the husband really was alive, so the get is worthless. Therefore, she can go back to her husband that's a Kohen. She's not considered a divorcee. Michla, the lo get. So you see over there, she does not need a get at all. The i get, because if she needed to get even a rabbinical get, like we want to say now, that uh, because of a Marita Ayin case, which would be a rabbinical get, Amai lo paslam in keunah. Why should she be pasut in keunah? So Ella must be that in the Sefa you don't need a get at all. Because again, if you needed even a rabbinical Marita Ayin type of get, that's called like Reyah get. Still we would say what? She would be asut in keunah. From the Shtar saying that if a get was given, she's not pasulah in keunah, so you don't need a get. Bichlal. Uh, so what's the difference between the Deshah and the Sefa? Ella Sefa amre kedushe ta'utave. We're not worried about the Sefa case. That when she made a Kiddushin, when she got a Kiddushin to the second guy, you know what the people are going to say? You know what she doesn't need to get? It was a Kiddushin taut. It was a Kiddushin under a false uh, premise. Which maybe let's say they made a Kiddushin on a certain condition, and the condition wasn't uh, fulfilled, but that's why uh, she's able to go out without a get. So the says, if that's the case, which means, so say the Say that uh, when the, the husband died, and then she went and got married uh, to, 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 the, to, to the second guy, and now she goes, uh, she, we say that she's a get from both. So what do we see? Why, why does he need a get from both? Because we said we have the married time. That while we're worried that the first guy uh, maybe gave her a divorce, and then she's getting married to the second guy, and then she's leaving him uh, without a divorce. Why don't you say, people will say that, they'll say maybe the, the reason why there's no divorce in the second one, because uh, it was uh, on a uh, taut, it was made on a false uh, premise, and the conditions weren't fulfilled. So the Gemara says... Kansuha Rabbanan The Sefa The reason why we say you need a, a get Is it say Kanas Which means the rabbis uh, penalize her Why did the rabbis uh, penalize her? Which, we're not going to go to the Kula We're going to be Mahmirana uh, They say she did a get Why did she Why we penalize her? We'll see So the Gemara says Sefa Nameh Liknisuha yeah, so the Sefa again, also, maybe why don't you tell we're going to penalize her because she went and got married to the second guy. says, no, Resha de'avda isura kansua. In the Resha, you have to remember that even though she got married on one witness and Betina allowed her, but we said that she's taking a risk. Because when Betina allows her to do it, she's really supposed to be Daikau Minseba. And now she went and she actually made Nisu'in. She actually consummated a marriage with the second guy. Then already when she made it Isur, which is consummated in Nisu'in, then we're going to say what? Require a get. Sefa de lo avra isura, lo kansuara baran. But in the Sefa, she only made kiddushin. And therefore, really, was no isur yet. So therefore, the rabbis were not konesa. So therefore, there's a difference between the Resha and the Sefa Rashi. Sefa, third line, de lo gabe kiddushin, vadai kidaga amar de lo ba'ya get. It's the earlier for example, he got married on the condition the guy said that I'm a Kohen, he found out that he was a Israel. So that's the between the Rishan and the Sefa. The Rishan is talking about Nisu'in. Nisu'in, she made an Isur, and uh, we're worried about, uh, we're going to go to Ahmir, but require a get, but she's going to well, it's only Kiddushin, she didn't make any sur, so therefore, we're going to go to the Quran and say she does not need a get in uh, Kittubah. So we said she loses Kittubah from both, well, not really both, obviously the, the Hadush is from the first husband, where the obligation of Kittubah is there is no Kittubah payment or all the other payments as well. Gabbara says, my ta'ama. What is the reason? What's the whole reason why the rabbis instituted the ketubah? 
because we want we don't want to make it easy for the husband to get rid of his wife because once he knows he has to make a kitubah payment he's going to think twice before he gets rid of her however here we want it to be easy for the husband to get rid of his wife because already Isud was done she went with uh, another man and so there only was one witness so therefore by taking away the kitubah it will be an easier incentive for the first husband to get rid of his wife which is the halakha payments that she also forfeits as a result of this uh, case perot is the perot that he eats from her mizorot is she loses mizorot uh, which means uh, support uh, uh, um, uh, uh, food and things like that and the balaot is a certain uh, clothes that say she brings into the uh, marriage over there and she loses them as well so the Gemara says what's the reason for this which all these items are usually written in the ketubah they're linked to the ketubah and therefore since already we said that she loses her Ketubah, so therefore she also is going to lose the uh, benefits that the uh, Ketubah has. As she says, tonight Ketubah, Mizonaichi, it's written in the Ketubah, that the husband uh, commits to support her, Mizonot, Mizonaichi, that's clothes, Uperot, She'achad Nameh, Lo Mishalem. Now, Afalgav, the end la Ketubah, now even though we said that she doesn't get a Ketubah, Mishum, the Rabbanan Kansuha, right, the rabbi is penalized her, huh? Mishum, the Ashkehan, Be'almana, now we did find there is a certain case by an amana that marries a kohen gadol the yeshla perot she'achal, which means there's certain cases that even though let's say there's an isud that's done, she does get ketubah, she does get the perot that he ate. It's tarikh lebeman achad emnas. That's why I had to go out of its way and say over that she doesn't get because we have some cases where isud was done like amana kohen gadol where she does get these payments. So I had to go out of its way and say. In this case over here, we didn't want her to get, uh, we let her get married, but she took the risk, like we said, because she should have been daikam in Seban, therefore she loses perot, uh, she loses mezonot, and she loses balaot. Uh, Comes again when I continues. Reimbursement of the pedo that he ate. Correct, because really it's our nechsemelog. So therefore she, she, her nechsemelog has, but it should be reimbursed, because really if you're saying that uh, uh, the, the, the ketubah is uh, taken away, so therefore there's no uh, perot as well. Because the whole, the whole uh, let's just explain, the whole reason why we give the husband perot is because uh, he has a uh, obligation to redeem her if she's taken into captivity. And therefore as a perk, because he's going to redeem her, that's cost the money, so you say, you know what, you take perot, because uh, if she gets redeemed, uh, we will be saved. But this case over here, what you're saying, you take me away the ketubah. So in the ketubah, it says that condition, that she gets uh, into captivity, so you take away the ketubah, so therefore the chaurah, that whole perot thing that doesn't apply as well, still the hadushes, he keeps the perot. Why? Because we want to kanas her. Kavz Gimaran says, Natla mize umize. Let's say she took the ketubah. Let's say she took the ketubah uh, payment, so the Gimaran says she has to give it back. So she says, Gimaran says, Pshita. What do you mean? Of course she has to give it back. She, we said that she forfeits a ketubah. Now, Mao de Teba came with the tapsa, lo mafkina an mina, kabash balan. I would have thought that maybe if she's tofes, meaning she, she actually uh, will hold it, since, uh, since uh, from the Torah law it's coming to the ketubah. And if I would say, maybe if she's tofes it, now she has it, maybe ready, she have to give it back already. Kamash Malan, no, even if she has it, she took possession of it, she still must return it. Doesn't matter. Comes again when I continues. Have a lad, Mamzer. Okay, now we have to discuss. We said in the Mishnah that the children from both marriages are going to be Mamzerim. So we can understand in the second marriage why it's Mamzerim, because uh, now she's Eshet'i, she was really married because the husband was still alive, she went with another guy, and uh, they would have become Mamzerim. I do that even the first marriage, not the old children, that if the husband takes her back, so those children that will be born afterwards are going to be considered Mamzerim. So the Gebarah says, Now the Gebarah is going to go on a tangent outside of our Mishnah, discussing some laws uh, on Terumah, and it's going to go back to relate it to our uh, Mishnah. So it says, Tanatam, we go to Masechet, Terumah, and Tormin Minatameh, Alat Tahor. Now we have a law, you have to take Terumah. So there's a law that says, and Tormin Minatameh, you know, I'll take Terumah, let's say you have a pile of, st- of uh, produce that's Tameh, okay, and you have a pile that says that is Tahor. You're not allowed to take from the Tameh, for the tahor, which means you need to cover the, you, you want to cover both piles, okay? So you cannot say, I'm going to take from the tamest, I'm going to give it to the kohen, and this uh, tamest will cover my, uh, uh, you know, terumah pile as well. And just keep in mind, there is a value of terumah teme'ah for the kohen, right. although he can't eat it, he can use it as fuel, no, no. To, you know, for his cooking and things like that. So the Gabbana says, en tormim minat tameh, 
Allah Ta'or, Rashi says Meshum Mifsid Kohen. Because bottom line, the Kohen does lose out. He doesn't have all the benefits that he would normally have when you're giving him Terumah, Teorah. Ve'im Taram Beshogeg. If he did, let's say by mistake, Terumah To Terumah. It counts. It works. Bimizid, Lo Asav, Lo Kedum. If he did it Bimizid, it's nothing. Now, my Lo Asav, Lo Kedum, what does it mean to be Lo Asav, Lo Kedum? What does it mean he did nothing? So, remember, Machlok on this. Amar of Azad, Lo Asav, Lo Kedum, Kol Ikar Dafil Wahi, Giriva, Hadad, the Tibla. That Azad says, you did nothing, which is even that piece that you separated for Tirumah is also not considered Tirumah. Which is not only didn't you fix the pile that was Tahor, but even that little piece of Tameh. Terumah, it's not called Terumah either. And that goes back to become Tebel as well. Rabbi Nat, Rabbi Natan, Rabbi Yoshiyama, Lo Asam, Lo Kedum, Litakiret Tashirai. Aval, Terumah, Have it. Rabbi Natan, Rabbi Natan, You didn't fix the pile of Terumah, but the item itself that you separate is going to be Terumah, which is the Quran can use it as Terumah, doesn't have to take Terumah on that, on that item. So the Mahlouk is how far, when you guy did it Bimizid, how far do you say when it says Lo Asaf, Lo Kedum? Rabbi Hazda goes to the extreme. Lo Asaf, Lo Kedum, you did nothing. You didn't fix the pie, you didn't even fix the little piece that you separated. It's considered a table on both sides. Mashiach, according to the Binatan, he says, no, no, you didn't fix the pie, I agree, but the actual uh, item that you separated is considered Nitram. And she says, Et Ashirayim, Et Atahor, Shezaya Ose Oto Shiraim. Shiraim is a leftover because the Tahor part is considered the leftovers that you were trying to fix. Aval, Tirumah Abe. Which is, but Tirumah it is, Vikidja, Viyazur Viyatrobin Atahor. Which is, you have to take Tirumah from the Tahor pile to kosher that up. But the Tirumah itself that you took is considered Tirumah, the Kohen can use it. Comes given on says, Rav Hazda, Lo Amar, Krebinatan, Baroshaya. Why didn't Rav Hazda say like Rabinatan, Baroshaya? Di Amar Tavi Tirumah, Zimnin, Defasha, Velo, Mafrish. Right, we're concerned. Because if you're going to tell the guy that this item that you took was Tirumah, you know what the guy's going to say? You know what? I took my tirumah already. Therefore, I'm covered. I'm not, he's not going to take another tirumah for the pile. And, and you have to remember, we're talking about a guy who's mezid over here. He wasn't supposed to do it in the first place. So you're talking about a guy that's, uh, you know, has a tendency to make isur because he did it already be mezid. Now you're going to tell me, you know what? The tirumah that you took counts. So it counts. I'm not taking another tirumah. Let that count for my uh, tahor pile. So where the guy's going to be a poser? She says dilma pasha velo adar mafrishman tahor. Right? He's not going to do it again. Ukaman parich kevade medoraita tirumahi. The Gemara's question is going to get to is since Barwa Minat Torah that Tiruma is Tahor. We're going to learn from Pesukim that you're allowed to take from the bad product to cover up, to kosher up the good product. And therefore Minat Torah this Tameh Tiruma is Tiruma. Even see from the from the case, if he did it b'shogeg, we said the teruma is teruma. So the question is, how did the rabbis have the ability to say something that's teruma in the Torah? To take away the Kiddushah of Tirumah because of the Gizra that he might become a Poshayah. That's going to really be the, the, the end question after all these uh, cases. How do the rabbis have the ability to uproot a law from the Torah? For example, that this case where we're saying it's Tirumah, it come along and say no because we may be worried that he's going to be Poshayah, so therefore we're going to say that it's uh, not uh, Tirumah. That's the Gemara's end game. But in the interim, we have to ask some questions. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Hazda, you're telling me in this case over here where the guy's been mezid, that he did such a thing with the Tirumah, nothing is Tirumah. Not the Tahor pile, you didn't cover up kosher, and you didn't kosher up the actual piece itself because of Dilma Pasha. So they asked the question, why is it different than what we know to the Mishnah? Why did that? Kishot. Kishot, let's say, is uh, cucumbers. Okay, Vinimset Mara. And after you, uh, you, you separated them, you find it out that these cucumbers over here that you separated for the Tirumah were bitter, right? Unedible. Abatiyah, let's say you separated Abatiyah, the watermelons, and it came out, it was spoiled. So that she says, Vinimset Mara, Shogegu. Talk about a case of Ewe's Beshogeg, Medektari Nimset, where it was found to be. Mechlat Mikara, Noavayada, which means uh, he didn't know in the beginning, and really it's, uh, it's not beneficial to the Kohen to have uh, this bit of stuff, he can't eat it. So it says, Vinimset Saruah, Tirumah, which means it's considered Tirumah, the Yazod, and he just has to take uh, Tirumah again. But the Tirumah that he took, I mean the actual separation, is considered Tirumah. So the Gemara is asking, what do you mean, according to Rav Hazda, you're telling me when you take Tirumah, it's nothing. And now you tell me when a guy takes Tirumah on the, uh, on, the, on the bitter, you tell me Tirumah is Tirumah. So the Gemara says, Shogeg, Amazid, Karamit? So you ask me a question uh, on the case of Shogeg? 
which means our case was talking about where he did it, the Mezid. This case is over here, uh, Shogeg. So it was a Shogeg, no Avad, Surah. The guy Shogeg, he didn't make Isur. It was a mistake. So therefore, we're not going to say that his uh, Teruma is not a Teruma. However, Mezid, Ka'avad, Surah. But the, 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 the Mezid, the guy made uh, Isur, he shouldn't have done it in the first place. So the Gemara says, Verame Shogeg, a Shogeg. Which means, if you want to ask a question, it's a question from a shogeg case to a shogeg case. Well, what's the question? Right? In our case, would we say, by the case of the Tibi'at and the Tewara, we said if he did a bishogeg, the Turumah is considered a Turumah. But over there, by the case of the Kishot, by the case of the, the bitter uh, cucumbers, what do we say? Turumah to Ah, over there we say that it's considered teruma. We have to retake teruma on the on the on, on the on the cucumbers. Oh, so what's the difference? In our case of shogeg tima and tehora, if you did a shogeg, everything's fine. You coach it up to tahor stuff. The teruma they get to great is good. Everything is good. Oh, in this case of the cucumber case, you did it bishogeg like we're learning, and still what we say that when you took this teruma, but you got to go back and do it again. So the Gemara says. Hatam shogeg karov lemezid. In that case, of the cucumbers, yeah, although it's a shogeg, but close it's close to a mezid. Why? Why is it close to a mezid? You should have tasted it first. Okay? And then, if I should ask a question, how can you taste it first? I mean, guys are non kohen How you taste it? It's a table. How are you able to taste it first? So they want to say that on, on, the, on the cucumber itself, that was uh, bitter, you could have made a, uh, a tiruma on that yourself, which means you could have taken, let's say, split the cucumber in half, right, say this piece over here is uh, tiruma for this little piece over here, now you're able to taste it, if it's bitter, okay, so therefore you took uh, b- bitter for bitter, bitter on bitter, it would be okay, if it's, uh, if it's good, so therefore uh, you give that to, to the, the, the other cucumber to the uh, Kohen. So therefore there would be a way for you to test it technically before you give it. So since you didn't test it, so you're a Shogeg. No, no, so you are a Shogeg, but it's kind of the Mezid. So we, we give you halfway. The Turumada, you took us Turumah, but you got to do over the uh, cucumbers. But Sheikh, in the case of the Tema'ah and the Tewarah, the guy was a total Shogeg. What do you want the guy to do about the Tema'ah? It's, uh, it's Tema'ah, it's nothing. He just made a mistake. Also, in that case over there, we say Turumah, total Turumah, and it's fine. Comes again. Quran says, "Virame mezid a mezid." You want to ask another question? You can ask a question from a mezid case to the mezid case. Hachaketani b'mezid lo asa kedum. We said about the case of temiat tehora. You did nothing. Quote of Chazda. Let's say you did really nothing. The terumaz are the terumani. You have to redo the tehora. Hatam tenan. But we learned in another. Case Hatorem Mishen Nakub Al Nakuv Teruma Viyazor Viyitrom, which means in the case of where we have we have a law like this we have an Asis Shen Nakuv and an Asis Shen Nakuv. What's Asis? Asis is a flower pot, which is from the Torah law. Uh, you only have to give, let's say, terumot on something that grows from the ground and it's connected to the ground. So that would be, let's say, an atzitz nakuv. That's a hole on the bottom of the flower pot. It's mm-hmm. attached to the ground. So the stuff that grows from this is considered hayuv deoraitam. Shaken an atzitz she'enu nakuv. So it doesn't have a hole on the bottom. Therefore, it's only hayuv midrabanan. So the Gibran's case is like this: haTorem mishe'en nakuv. You took on rabbinical stuff she'en nakuv al nakuv for the deoraita stuff. Okay, so it says teruma. Whatever you took is considered teruma. However, the yazor, the yitrom, you got to do the teruma over again. Oh, so why? This guy's mezid. He should have done it. You're not supposed to take from the banan stuff to cover the oraita stuff. Oh, so why in this case of it do you say at least this teruma is a teruma? Mashegan in the case of the tameter taor, you said even what he took is nothing. Mm-hmm. Both cases are mezid. He did wrong in both cases. He shouldn't have taken from the tamet and the taor. In that case, you wipe him out on everything. You say, Lo asave, lo In this case, he also shouldn't have done it. He shouldn't have taken from the drabanan for the deoraita. But at least you say what he took is considered teruma. Why not? Why don't you penalize him and say, uh, it's nothing? So Kabbalah says, Betremanet In two vessels, the guy's going to listen. Behadmana lo But in one vessel, he's not going to listen. What does that mean? Rashi. Which is over there, you have two flower pots. 
Or you have two, 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 two plants. One in the Nakuv, one in the end Nakuv. So therefore, Ki amar tehadar trom mi'idach. When you're going to tell the guy, again, listen, you got to take the from the other uh, pot. Tzayit, he'll listen to you. Veleka l'migzad dilma pasha. We're not going to worry that it's going to be a pasha and say, well, since they let me give this turuma, and you tell me turuma, to turuma, I'm, I'm off the car, I've got to cover the other part. Because when it's two different parts, the guy can understand, listen, this covered this, and I'll give another one from, uh, from over there. Aval metameh al-tahod tarvayu be'ahad manah. Rabu... Which means, in the case of Tamer and Taur, they both grew. Rabu is, they both grew in the Atsit Snakuv. They're both coming from the same, from the same pot. It's just that this product became Tamer and this product became Tahor. Ki amartle, ten zuv azor beflesh ha'ayri yutab. Give this as Turumah, you gotta give another Turumah. Eno shomei alani, it's not gonna listen to us. Venotere temeal lekohen, umutav ta'azor zul tiblavi yiten Torah lekohen. We'd rather say, you know what? Make this Turumah that you took Tevel, in order that he'll give again to Rumah, to the Quran. So I review the answer. Bottom of the Gibran is saying, when you have a case of two pots, one is Asit Nakuv, one is Eno Nakuv, so the guy messed up. He went and he took on the Drabanat for the Oraita. You know what we tell the guy? Which you took us to Rumah. Oh, why don't you say, well, once you're going to already take to tell him this to Rumah, he's going to come, I'm covered. He's going to say, I'm off the hook. He's not going to say that. You know why? Because there's two different pots over here. So the guy's going to say, you know what? I discovered this part over here, and whatever grew in the other part, I'm still obligated. So we're not worried. That is going to become a posheya and think he covered his obligation. Masheikin, in the case of Tameh and Tahor stuff, it all grew from the same pot. Just some of the stuff got Tameh, some of the stuff got Tahor. So if you let the guy and tell him, oh, he's a Turumah, he gave his Turumah, he's going to say, you know what? I'm covered, I'm off the hook. Because Rabbi said, you know what? Better to say it's Tebel. And now he knows that he didn't do anything. Now he's going to be forced to give for the Tahor stuff. So that's the difference between the two cases of Mezid. So it comes again what it says, Ulrav Natan, Rabbi Yoshaya. According to Rabbi Natan, Rabbi Yoshaya, the Amar. Lo asav lo kelum letaken shiraim, which is Rabbi Natan learned when he said lo asav lo kelum means he just didn't fix the leftovers, which is you have to give the teruma for the tahor stuff. Aval teruma ade, right? But teruma itself, what you gave to the kohen is maishena mehaditna. So why is it different from that? What we learned in the Mishnah. Which means this case is the reverse case. You gave on the Deoraita stuff in order to cover the Derabanan stuff. Right? You have two parts. You have a Nakuv part, which is Deoraita. You have an Eno Nakuv, which is Derabanan. You took from the Nakuv product in order to put there the Eno Nakuv part, Derabanan part. So what does it say? Teruma to Teruma. Which means whatever he took is going to be considered. But what? He's going to have to take another teruma and maaser from a different place. Rashi, top line. Which means the kohen that you gave this teruma to, you gave him from a deoraita to cover a drabanan. So we tell that kohen, don't eat. Which means whatever we gave him, that stuff is considered teruma, uh, but he's got to take teruma on it. We treat it as if he got tevel gamur. Why? Which means we have a, a, a law. That says over here, you're not allowed to give a Kohen table uh, that is Tameh. Why? Because he might burn it. That she says, Lo hayali tenna Kohen, Shema Yisrof table Tameh, Vasul Adiko. So let's review what's the question. The Gabbara is asking, according to the Binatan, the Binatan, you had a case. What was your case? The guy went and gave from the Tameh stuff. To cover the Tahor stuff. So what you say? The Tamir stuff that you give the Kohen is considered Turumah. Regular Turumah, no problem. But you have to do it again on the uh, Tahor stuff. But what you gave is good. So the Torah says, why is it different than the case where you have, let's say, two parts? You have Hatzitz Nakuv and you have Hatzitz She'en Nakuv. And Hatzitz Nakuv is Ayav, they were right. And Hatzitz She'en Nakuv is Ayav, Medabaran. So to cover the Rabbanan stuff, you took from the Nakuv and you gave it to the Kohen. And what's the deen? It says, Turumah to Turumah, which is the Turumah that you gave is considered Turumah 
midrabanan, right, to cover the drabanan, so velo tachil, but the Kohanim cannot eat it, aji yotzi alet truma maaser, mimakom ahir, because mina Torah, on this stuff that he's eating is not considered hal truma, because since you were potated, since you separated from patur stuff, so therefore you didn't potato for the Deoraita stuff. This Hatzitz Nakuv really, you only use the four rabbinical. So therefore, it's only rabbinical Torah. Terumah was not taken from this piece. So when you give it to the Kohen, what's the deen? The deen is he has to take Terumah on it. Also the question is, why don't you say the same thing when you took from the Tameh on the Tahor? Which means that maybe I'll tell you that the Kohen cannot benefit from this Tameh stuff, because maybe this Teruma is considered, maybe Teruma is considered Tebel, maybe it's considered uh, uh, not uh, Teruma. So just like you're telling him that when he gets Teruma Midrabanan, he has to redo it. So say this thing about Teruma Tebel. Maybe I'll tell you Teruma Tebel is worthless, and then when he gets it, he has to re, uh, retake. Burn. Right, you can't burn it because it's Tebel, and therefore maybe he has to... He has to redo it. So the Gemara says, there's a big difference. Shari hacha, the midoraita teruma mealyatai. The difference is, teruma timea is midoraita teruma. Which means, it is valid. How do you know it's valid? How do you know if a person takes, let's say, from the bad product to cover the good product, that the teruma is considered a teruma, lichtiv. Do not make a sin Which is when you take the Tirumah Do not uh, make a, a sin So the Gemara says Which means we're talking about a guy separating Tirumah From this Pasuk And it's talking about a guy And it's what's warning him Listen when you take out the Tirumah Don't make a sin What's the sin going to be? Do not take from the bad stuff And give it to the Quran to cover up the Good stuff. Don't do it. Don't make, don't make a sin. So the Gemara says, "Vim in kadosh." If you tell me that the terumah is not kadosh, so what's the sin over here? Which means if you tell me you did nothing, so you didn't do a sin. Which means Ella must be what? Mikan the Torah menarala yafa she terumato terumah. Which is must be the Torah is telling us that don't make a sin. What's your sin going to be? Because you're really going to give the kohen inferior stuff that the guy really can't do too much with it. Now, if you weren't if it wasn't Kadosh, what sin are you doing? Did you just say you did nothing? And the sin is over here that you're really uh, not benefiting the Gohan in the uh, ultimate way. But what do you see over here? It counts. So just like taking from the bed to cover the good counts, taking from the Tameh to cover the Tahor also counts. Oh, so that, that, that right takes me our question. Our question is, how could you give it to Gohan? Maybe the take Tirumah again? No. There, the Tirumah that you took is considered a Tirumah. Masha'ikim, when you go from the Deoraita to cover the Rabbanan, this Tirumah is considered Tirumah Rabbanan. Uh, he has to take a Tirumah, if he wants to eat it, he has to take a Tirumah Midoraita. So the cases are different. Look at Ashi. Shani betahor. In the case of the Tamen, the Midoraita Tirumah Me'elyai. Aval menanakuv al she'erunakuv havale me'ahiyuv alaptur. Over there, you're taking from something that's hayav and you're covering something that is patur. The kevan da patur kamefarish. That she says, since you're taking the turma for the patur stuff, lo hayel aleh shem turma. It's not considered turma deoraita on the stuff that you took. Hilkach tebelu ve'asur af lekohen. So it's so leave it to the Kohen. The Rabbananu de Gazu lemitbal the Kohen. Now, why do you have to give it to the Kohen at all then? If it's uh, if it's tebel, if the Tzuma is not hal, why do you give it to the Kohen? The Rabbi told you give it to the Kohen. Even the Kada Aleh Shem Tzuma. Since you already called it Shem Tzuma, so you got to give it to the Kohen. The Yisrael zeshenot nas sadik lafish Aleh Tzuma maaser, which means don't think the the Yisrael didn't cover uh, his uh, obligation on this uh, on this part of him. On the stuff that's in Nakuf, he's covered. Because bottom line, he took on the Doraita. He took for the Doraita for the Rabbanan. But on the on the in Nakuf stuff, that's where he took from. The in Nakuf is the Doraita stuff. The Trumad Nakuf is the, is, the, is the the Rabbanan stuff. Which is the other part is covered. He had two parts, right? He had a Nakuf and he had an in Nakuf. He took from the Nakuf for the in Nakuf, right? So the in Nakuf he covered already. He just had to take another Tirumah for the Nakuf stuff. Right? She'en Nakuf, the Tirumah, 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 the
we said above that if you did the opposite. If let's say you took from the end of Nakuv, that's from the Drabanan. Right? To cover the the Uraita, Allah Nakuv, the meaning of Etrumai. So we said that case, Truma Mutala Kohen, David Emin of Patula Hayuf. Because there over there, you're taking for the Hayuf stuff. So this item has a deen of Hayuf. And therefore, Ilkak, I forgot that Afrish Adeh, Lom Miftar Be'ak Truma, Velo Hail Shem Truma, Afilo Agi, Lo Amir, Lo Tokal. That Lo Ekpatan, I Akala Kohen, Betebel, then Ali Adin Tebel, Betruma. Which means like this in a case where you took, let's say, from uh, the, 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 yeah, the Deoraita stuff. In order to, no, you took from the Drabanan stuff to cover the, the Oraita stuff. So in that case over here, Mimanafshach, uh, that she says, either we're going to consider it Teruma, and therefore the Quran can eat it, or you consider it Tevin, so it's some uh, regular uh, fruit, and we'll let the Quran eat it as well, which is all that she's saying over here, that in this case, get the point. Uh, she's pointing mainly is like this. In this case, when you are taking from the ptur uh, to cover the hayuv, the case of it which you took from the nakuv, nakuv is hayav stuff, and you took it already to cover the eno nakuv. So in this case over here, when you give it to the kohen, the kohen is going to have to take another teruman master because you're taking it really for. Drabanan, the Doraita, it's not considered a Tirumah. He wants to eat it, he's got to do it again. So the Gemara's question was, why is that difference when you give the guy the Tamir stuff? And so when you give the guy the Tamir stuff, it, that, that count, that's Doraita. Therefore, the Quran got to do nothing to it. Because Torah, is considered Tirumah. Then we have a Pasuk that says that you took from the Ra'a uh, to cover the uh, Tovah. So the Pasuk said you committed a sin. But uh, it, it's Kadosh. So what was the sin? Because he gave the Quran something that he cannot use the, uh, have the most benefit from. Wait, so the Gabbana comes along and says, which is a quote to Rav Hazda that said, he did nothing. That what even the item that you separated is considered nothing when you took from the Timah to the Teorah. Right, because you're worried that the guy's going to be posher, which means if you're going to say that it's terumah to terumah, the guy might say, I'm covered already. If I don't have to take it again, which means, that's a question now. The rabbis uproot terumah because of the gezerah, shema, yifshah, the right that's terumah, the rabbis say it's not terumah. Can the rabbis uproot? The rabbis have the ability to uproot something from the Torah. Well, you don't hold like that. And comes back and says, "Well, you don't hold like that." We said that what that in the case of that which she got and she went with another guy, and then the husband surfaced. We said that the both sides are mamzerim. Fine. I understand why it's mamzerim from the second guy because part of she was eshet each, she went with another guy. The children are mamzerim. Ela mirishon amai. Why is it mamzerim from the first guy? Ishtohi. But bottom line, it's his wife. The Yisrael me'ad yahu. And he's considered a regular Yisrael, the child that's born. But what are you doing by calling him a mamzer? You're now allowing him to marry a mamzeret. So you see the rabbis are coming along and they're uprooting a law from the Torah. Because they're allowing a Yisrael to marry a mamzeret. By them calling him a mamzer, what are they really doing? A mamzer, who's a mamzer married? A mamzer. Is it that uprooting something from the Torah? Because the Torah is the kid of mamzer? No. How can a kid be mamzer? It's his wife. Even if a person goes with his wife, the Isur, it's still his wife. The kid of mamzer from his wife, it's, 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 it's a marriage there. And therefore the rabbis come along and say, what? Mamzer. Mamzer, mamzer. Mamzer, it's Also the rabbis are being okay to the Torah. So therefore the Fazdaz come along and say, don't ask me. You're saying, how did the rabbis take the Rumah? The come along and say, it's not the Rumah. They're uprooting a law from the Torah. But you didn't see it in the Mishnah, they did it. By calling the kids from the first marriage a Mamzer, which they're really saying is, even though he's Israel Gabur, he can marry a Mamzer. It's also considered okay to the Torah. So the Gemara comes along and says, uh-huh. Which means, even though we're calling him Mamzer, 
Don't think we're going to let him marry a mamzeret. It's really asur be mamzeret. Vechen ki ataravin amar b'yohanan asur be mamzeret. Oh, so then the question is, if he's really asur be mamzeret, v'amai kare le mamzeret. So what does it mean? He's a mamzeret. Le osro be bat Israel. Which is really, he's a suit to marry a Bat Israel. So we're being Mahmir, meaning the rabbis weren't okay, Davar Torah. They put a fence, they put a Gezerah on the guy, which means we're going to call you a Mamzer. Not that we allow you to marry a Mamzer. You still you can't marry a Mamzer. We're not going to call him Torah. So what, do you, what does he mean he's a Mamzer? We're not going to let him marry a Bat Israel. <laughs> So Rav Chazda sent to Rabbi through Rav Ahab Rav Huna. Why you tell me that Beit doesn't have the ability to uproot something from the Torah? Ve'atanya we learned in a Beraita me'ematay Adam Yoresh it is shtoketana. From what age or from what period I should say does a husband inherit his wife who is a Ketana, which means, let's say he married her when she was a Ketana. The Kedushim was the Rabbanan. Let's say her father was not alive. And therefore her mother or her brother married her off. So we know the Kedushim is only Kedushim with the Rabbanan. So look at what I was saying. A Kedushim like that, at what point, if she dies, does the husband become a Ra'ui to be Yoresh? So comes Gimaran says... But Shemai Omri, but Shemai says, Mishetamod bekomata. Rashi, what does it mean, Mishetamod bekomata? Rashi, let's read the Rashi before that. Et ishto ketana. Im meta velo amrinan shema atida haita lima'in. Which means, I'm going to say that if she died, and I'm not going to say that what? Well, maybe she ultimately was going to make a refusal, because she can make a refusal. Right? And then we say, retroactively, really, it's possible this girl might not have been his wife, and maybe he's not Yoresh. So he goes, no, there is a case where you have a Ketana, that was a Yitomar that got married, that can be Yoresh. That's she. When she reaches the age of maturity, meaning the years, let's say 12 years old, and she also has the uh, the hairs, which means she, she has the, the sides. But this is no, you're not your resh, the ketana, until she reaches hupa. She's kedushin's not enough. She has to, has to consummate it with the hupa. The says, until they have. Biyah. And they all agree. Once that stage is met, each one according to their respective opinion, Yorsha, he inherits her. If he's a Kohen, he's able to metameh, it's considered his wife that he can be metameh for. And she can eat on his account if he's a Kohen, at that point already, terumah. So says that when these three laws kick in, Yirusha and Tum'ah and eating Tum'ah when already she reaches the age of maturity. What do you mean? Even if they'll say they didn't consummate it with a Chupah just to the state of Kedushin? Can't be. Because we know that in all these cases over here they do not start Kedushin. They can only work from Nisuin. So how can the Shabbat just say now once she reaches uh, the age it's okay. What do you mean? Even if it's only Kedushin? Because you're right. He says you need both things. You need both. She has to reach the age and she has to have a chupah. That she says, Even let's say by a gedola they got married, but she's only arusa, no onen, velo there's no Yerusha as well. So even by a Gedola that gets married and there's no Chupah, she doesn't, she doesn't qualify. So you, there's no question that a Ketana, if there's no Chupah, she's not going to qualify. So Bet Shemai says, you're right, you need two, two things. You need, she has to reach the years, and also she has to have the Chupah for these things to kick in. So Kazi Gabbaran says, This is what Bet Shemai meant when he said that she needs years. That which you said, Bet Shemai, that's just enough that once already she entered Chupah I hold that only if she has years then the Chupah means something but if she didn't reach the years the Chupah is not going to be 
uh, uh, valid anyway. You need both. Rabbi Eliezer says has to be until she commits. She had a bi'ah. Rabbi Eliezer in Maasei Ketana Klum. What do you mean? Rabbi Eliezer holds that the Maasei Ketana, the bi'ah Ketana is nothing. I cannot uh, afford these three things. So it's an Emma Mishitagdil Vitabayil. Okay, so he also holds. Just to become a Gedolah, would it be? Ah, and then already, it's okay. Okay, Katani Mihad. But let's go back to our uh, question. We have a partial quotation from the uh, Braita that according to Betelel, we said, Wah Mishitakane is the Chopah. Right? Even though she is a Ketana. Where's going Betelel Shita? She's a Ketana. Now we have a rule. Yorsha Ve'achad Midoraita Abu Yaritla. Midoraita, who's really Yoresh Aketana? The father. Okay, the father's not around in this place. So who's the next in line? The father's the heirs. Which means it doesn't go to the husband. So it must be that the rabbis are saying, what well, we're taking her away from the father's relatives, which is a Ketana giving it to the husband. So what do you see the rabbis? Well, okay, the Torah. Yerushah is a Torah law. In a Torah, who gets this Yerushah, the Ketana? The father and his relatives. But here it's saying what? Once you're ready, give it to the uh, husband. So you see what? The rabbis were okay. Davar, Shabbat, Shabbat Torah, Shabbat Torah says, don't be so shocked when I told you that the rabbis don't say, took away Teruma over here. The, the, the rabbis have the power. So Kabra says, no, no. Hefker Bedin. Hayah Hefker. This is a different item over here. They're not okay, Davar, Shabbat Torah. This is a monetary situation. The rabbis have the ability to make things efkir, which means, you're right, Minat Torah will say the money went to the uh, father's relative, right? But the rabbis have the ability to come along and say that that money over there is ownerless, and then we can give it to whoever we want. Means they're not subverting the law from the Torah. The Torah says that the money goes to the father, but they have a right, like eminent domain type of thing. They can come along and say, based on their rights, to say Efkir. It's ownerless, then we can give it to whoever we want. How do you know the rabbis have a power to, let's say, when it comes to monetary things, to make things Efkir, and take it from one person and give it to a... Another person when the people were coming back to, to, to build the Bet HaMikdash he came along and said anyone that doesn't show up in three days all his property is going to be confiscated so you see what he may have the power to make confiscation of property different proof when the Jewish people entered Israel, Yeshua ben Nun and divided the land up, up amongst the people. And it says, who divided the land? It says, Rashi the heads of the fathers of the tribes. So the Gemara says, What does this mean over here? The heads and the fathers. Just say Rashi Matot. What is the? What are you saying? Avot Matot. We have fathers usually are families. Heads are of tribes. But here it says both things. It says Rashim Rashi Avot. So the Gemara says Eladomalecha Ma Avot Menchinim Benehem Kol Mashirzu. Just like fathers are able to bequeath their children whatever they want. So to the leaders are able to bequeath the, the people whatever they want. Which means in the, in the, in the land of Israel, everybody gets a chalik, right? But it was up to the hakamim to decide which chalik we're going to give to who. So therefore you see why it's like, they're able to take from this guy and give it to that guy. It's like the fathers do whatever they want with their money to give to their children. So to that share... Ha'avot. The Rashim, the leaders, the Rashim, have a deen like the Avot. They can do whatever they want. So the rabbis ask, we need two pesukim for. To prove the same point. Says, the first pesuk just shows that Ezazofer made Efker Bedin Efker. You see he's able to make it ownerless. But we don't see that he took it from one person and gave it to another person. From the second pesuk you see that not only did they have the power to make Efker Bedin Efker, but they could take from one, the, 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 the property was rightfully to one person, and you see Yeshua Benun gave it to... Somebody else, you see, it's, 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 it's two directions. They could take it from one and give it to the other. So what do you see over here? That's a different law. That's not Okir Dara That's the law of Efkir Bedin. So comes the Gemara and comes along and says, okay, so we're back to the question. How do you know that the Achim have an ability to Okir Dara So it says like this. 
or metamela. Oh, you know, the, you know where we learn it from? From the Deen of Tum'ah. Which means we said if there's just a chupa, she's still a ketana, the husband's a kohen, she dies, he's able to he is able to metamefa. Which is when a Torah really, let's say she's a bat kohen. Okay? So her father would be allowed to be metameh, because the father, even if he's a queen, he's allowed to be metameh to his daughter. However, which means over here, really, this law, it's really not his wife, Medeoraita. So therefore, the rabbis are coming on to be okay a law from the Torah. They were allowing this man who's a kohen to metameh himself on the wife that's only a wife of the rabbanan. So they're okay the law from the Torah. You know what the case was talking about over here? She's a mit mitzvah. What is a mit mitzvah? She has nobody that's going to, to bury her. So therefore, mit mitzvah, uh, the, 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 the law is that a queen is allowed to bury a mit mitzvah. So the says, what do you mean uh, it's a mit mitzvah? What kind of mit mitzvah is this over here? Umi avi mit mitzvah? Is this case a mit mitzvah? Which is if there's nobody to bury her at all. However, But if you call out and other people are around to bury her, that's not a mitzvah. So the question is, <coughs> why is this considered a mitzvah? Which means maybe let's say she doesn't have a family, but you have other people in the town. He, he doesn't have to, he can just call out and say, uh, we have uh, somebody to be buried over here, and don't go uh, bury her, which is why it's considered a mit mitzvah. So the Yabbara says, no. Kevan de lo yartila, kariya velo anula. Oh, what's going to happen? Since they're not inheriting her, when they call out, they're not going to do anything. Which means, who's going to get involved over here? So there's a monetary. So therefore, the guys, the husband's going to call out, Rabotai, uh, we have a mitzvah, please somebody come bury. I'm going to get involved now, it's going to cost me money, i got to spend my time, take her for work, go bury the lady, I have nothing to bury, I'm not an inheritor. So therefore, this lady really is considered a mitzvah. So you have no proof from there. Because I'll tell you, so you're not going to kill the Torah. We're talking about a case of where there's nobody else that can bury her except the husband. I, what about the townspeople? They're not going to bury her. Why? Because you're going to call them, they're not coming. Because they're not going to so we still don't have a proof. How do you know that the rabbis can be okay davar? So the Gemara says, Oh, that's the proof. Because bottom line is, Kedushin Rabbanan, she's able to eat Terumah. Oh, so you see what? The rabbis are okay davar Minatura, because really, Minatura, she can't eat Terumah. Because it's Terumah, it's only a, a Kedushin Rabbanan. Oh, and what are we saying? But, Ochelet Terumah. So the Gemara says, Bitrumad Rabbanan. That what it says she's able to eat Tirumah is only Tirumad Rabbanan. So therefore the rabbis were not okay or something from the Torah in that case. So we haven't proven yet or seen a case that the Hachamim are able to be okay at Davar the Torah. We gave a monetary case that was Yerusha, but that really works with the rules of Hefker Bedin Hefker. We tried to bring a proof from Tum'ah. We said, no, that was talking about a case where she's a Met Mitzvah. We tried to bring a proof of the fact that we're allowing her to eat Tirumah. We answered, no, she's only eating Tirumah with Rabbanan. Therefore, they're not okay the Rabbanan Torah. Therefore, we're still leaving it a question. How do you know this law? Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.